Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. The world of baseball and the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Baseball Dads Podcast. Today we have Bruce Dole on the line. So Bruce, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and being a part of the podcast today. Great, happy to be here, Paul. Thanks. So let's get started as we do with all the dads. Why don't you tell us about a little bit about yourself? and about your sons. Sure. Um, I uh, Let's see. About myself first, I, I run a small business, and uh, I've been working with my son uh, starting in T-ball when he was five, uh, coached uh, probably five or six years, um, but uh, was definitely not the expert and was happy to turn over coaching to uh, – coaches who were a lot more experienced than I was. Um, right. My uh, my son was just, uh, I would say, an average player probably until he was about uh, uh, 9 or 10, and then all of a sudden he started making uh, some plays that I did not expect, and they put him on uh, a little mini all-star team, and after that he, he got the confidence that he could really um, perform at a higher level. So now he's yeah. in... Uh, He's in high school. He's going to be a junior, and we're uh, we're ready to roll um, with uh, with the last two years of his high school career. Awesome, awesome. So every dad faces challenges through this process. You're in it a little bit longer than, than probably most of the dads who are listening to this. What's been the biggest challenge for you as this journey as, as this journey unfolds for you? I would say the biggest challenge is trying to find. Uh, the next level of competition for him um, mm-hmm. so that he doesn't stagnate. Um, and I would say very close to that is making sure that the journey for him is fun. Um, I want to make sure that there is at no time, uh, and he can't be 100%, but as close as we could be to it, where he's resisting going to practice or resisting right. um, playing in a game or you know, those kind of things, that he is um, having fun not only with the game but with his teammates, um, enjoying practice, and especially enjoying the competition of a game um, in particular. So those are, those are really kind of my almost a tie for my two biggest challenges, finding that, that next level of competition so that he can rise to the occasion, which he always seems to do, and then secondly, tr- making this uh, the journey fun for him. So that's interesting. How do you strike that balance? Because I think that's that's the big question, right? Is where do we, you know, there's there's uh, it's kind of like when we're in a car, we know how to make it go as fast as it can, right? And we know how to get it to stop. Right. Right? But there's <laughs> right. that there's that sweet spot, you know. There's that there's that spot where you're not going so fast that you're endangering yourself, but you're not also going so slow that 
uh, you're not going anywhere. There's a safety zone, right? There's a safety speed in there. How do you strike that balance? I think a big part of it is asking his permission about what to do mm. next. I think he needs to be part of the process. Uh, we can't just load him up with uh, with a bunch of baseball activities that overwhelm him. <clears throat> really asking permission to say, well, what about uh, what about this travel team, or what about this next tournament, or uh, you know, why don't you tell tell me when you would like to. Uh, throw your next bullpen session or tell me when you would like to hit in the cage next. I'm always asking him questions about what would you like to do next, not what mom and dad think you should do next. So right. um, we're, we're always scouting for the opportunities, and um, but we always want to make sure he is the decider um, and that he um, feels like that he is, has control over his um, baseball career and baseball journey. You know, that's so interesting because what I do, when I talk to dads, one of the things I always kind of trying to reel him back in on is he's supposed to be doing this, right? He's supposed to throw his bullpens, uh, you know, and on this day and his long toss on this day and his training on this day because he's going to pitch on Saturday and he's got to do this. So if I'm hearing you correct, and I think I am, what you're saying is I'm going to him and I'm saying. Are you, do you want to do this? Now, if their answer is no, and they don't do the preparation, and they don't pitch so well on Saturday, are you kind of simultaneously teaching responsibility for your outcomes there? That's, that's exactly right. He knows yep. that he is responsibility for his outcome. He, he is able to tie together uh, his practice time with the results in his game time, and he doesn't ever, we want him to not ever feel like, we pushed him into having extra practice sessions or, or whatever it might be. We're really trying to help him understand uh, what kind of preparation leads to uh, a certain type of result for him. And he's getting better and better at, at tying those two together. But when you're younger, when you're you know, a preteen and that kind of thing, it's, it's much tougher than they are once they hit high school um, to tie right. those two things together. But I, I've heard too many stories of even relatives where they're – their kids just resisted because they were pushing so hard and they knew what to do, but the kids didn't want to do it. So they didn't back off. And, uh, it, it, was, it was something I promised myself that I would never, ever do is push him so hard that he just would uh, refuse or rebel to do something. Um, I, I would just want the game to be fun for him. See, that's just awesome. Cause what I think here, what, I, what I'm hearing like is, is a, a much, and it, what I've always tried to preach is a much longer game right, and I'm talking about a life game, a much longer game that, hey, maybe if your kid has a couple a couple bad outings because he didn't prepare well, are you, you know, that, that's, that's a lesson that's going to carry over to a lot of things. And, and even if it's that they don't want to do the preparation for baseball, that maybe that it's because they're just not into it as much as they, as maybe other kids are. But, like, I, I, I'm hearing throughout all of this is that this is preparation for a much longer cycle in life. That's right. I mean, I, I want him to enjoy baseball um, for the rest of his life, either, you know, not only as a participant right now, but as eventually as a coach um, for his own kids or um, just enjoy watching the game, uh, 
Major League Baseball or going to baseball games, whatever it might be, I want them to love the game. Um, and that's, right. that's really the, the most important thing. I really, you know, I, when he started off in Little League, I didn't have any idea that he'd play varsity high school baseball. I, I knew it was a 1% right. chance. Um, I just didn't know if that that ten year journey to reach that point would uh, would lead us to you know to where we are now. So um, and then and from this point right now, I don't know if he'll be one of the you know of the small percentage who can play in college or beyond. Um, you know we're going to help him prep as much as we can, but it's it's up to him. But it's up to him to have fun um, doing this uh, and, and playing right. this game and and seeing being able to see. Um, the results um, that he has, and, and being able to tie all that together. So, yeah. So, so I think to encapsulate this little segment is we could push our kids to do everything he's supposed to do to say pitch on Saturday, and maybe he has a great game. But if he has a great game and he loses his love of the game, or he loses that passion to prepare in whatever he does, we're, we're losing no matter what. Yeah, I, I would I would totally agree with that, and. You know, it really is about the journey because the games make up, you know, maybe 10 or 20% of the time that they spend. It's, it's the practice time that is most of their time um, in the game and the practice time and the workout time. And they've really got to enjoy that because <clears throat> right. if, they, if they don't, then it's just you can't just put them in games with absolutely no practice and no preparation. Um, they've got to, they got to, like, really enjoy both parts of that of that process. And, you know, I will also say that, you know, as far as the strength training workout, you didn't ask for that yet. Um, you know, I, I just started to introduce him to some of the basics that you did, but let him, uh, let him take the lead the last couple of years. So he hasn't been very intense about it. Um, but now right. that he's 16 years old and he's really seeing and hearing uh, why it's so important to build his strength, just in the, the last couple of months, he's really become very focused and started training, um, you know, almost every day um, to prepare himself um, to be ready for, um, you know, for varsity high school baseball and beyond. So, Yeah, that's right. And it's him doing it. You know, it's him making that decision. But so I'm doing it. I mean, what? you know, he drives – the other nice part is that he's driving, so he drives himself to his workout. He interacts with his um, – you know, with his training coach, he it's a, he's, he is running the whole process. He signs up for his workouts online. Um, the whole we, we basically are completely hands off. So I got to tell you, for the dads that are listening to this now, of all the things we've put out there, and this is this is exactly why I wanted to, to do this podcast because if you had asked me to do something about responsibility today, I would not have come out with what you just came out with because. Uh, th- if you've got a 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and you're pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, you're better off backing off, letting him take the reins. If he takes the reins, he'll take the responsibility. And you'll, no matter what happens, at the very least, maybe you won't end up with a college baseball player, but you'll end up with a, raising a man that will carry out his responsibilities, which I think at the end is what we all want to do. Um, Absolutely. Me, Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this: what, What's the what's the best thing you ever did to advance your son, both as a player and a person? Um, that is a really good question. Um, I mean, I partly selfish. One of my very favorite things to do is to um, either pitch uh, a bullpen to my son when he's hitting, or catch him 
when he's throwing a bullpen session. I mean, that's one of my most favorite things. But the the best thing that I ever did was was take a uh, do you want to do this question sort of format next um, right. thing. Not not telling him to do things, but say he, we have this opportunity to do this next thing, whether it's a summer baseball camp or whether it's a travel team or whether it's a, a pitching uh, bullpen session with a coach, uh, just asking him, do you want to do this this week? And what, as soon as I started asking questions instead of telling, that definitely was a big part of helping him advance um, his career. And also for myself, it just uh, was a weight lifted off my shoulders too, it's that it's not my responsibility for his baseball career, it's his. Um, and he has got to, he's got to make sure he's, He's loving the process as we're going forward and liking to do these things. No matter how much I like it, uh, I, I can't make him uh, throw a bullpen session, you know, two or three times a week or hit in the cage every day. It's, it's got to be up to him. I'm always there when he wants to, when he wants to do it. I'm there to make it happen. Um, but if he's not ready for it, then I, I just back off and let him choose the next time um, to, to do the next activity. Right. Awesome. So I love talking about uh, moments, you know, and so uh, what's, what's been the, the, like, I call them like the magic moments that you have where, you know, either, uh, you know, something you taught your son clicked, something you thought he was ignoring, <laughs> he wasn't, uh, a teaching took hold or a value that you're trying to instill in him took over. Tell us about some of those moments that you've had with, with your son. Absolutely. Well, one of the, I mean, he when he played, played t-ball for two years, and then the next year, the third year, he was in, uh, we call it caps, but that's basically um, seven-year-olds when the coaches are starting to pitch to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hadn't seen, you know, him as a ball player excelling or anything, and they put this little all-star team together just, just for one game, just to play, you know, each other uh, in uh, in their six or seven team format they picked a couple of kids from each thing and his coach picked him which I was a little surprised about but then I saw him make a, a diving play in the outfield um, that I'm, I just came out of nowhere I, I you know until that point I'd sometimes been afraid of even uh, catching the ball when we were playing catch but he made yeah. this play and it opened my eyes and I said wow he has really got some intuitive feel for baseball that I did not expect um, right. The, uh, the probably the next moment was two years later when he was uh, when he was pitching for one of the very first games he ever pitched in, and you know his motion is not great. He's leaning back. He's you know doing all the things that his his queen bee is out of control. Uh, right. <laughs> as you preach, right. But yep. th- th- he's throwing strikes, and you know he's getting guys out. And I was just really and this, th- you know there's the other pitchers are mostly older than him because he's in the out of the two age groups, he's in the younger group. But he was throwing strikes. He was getting guys out. He wasn't throwing no hitters or anything. But he was he was enjoying pitching, and he was doing well. And, you know, he, he figured it out on his own, really. I didn't – I didn't wasn't giving him a whole lot of instruction at, at eight or nine years old and how to pitch because I was never a pitcher myself. I, you know, I'd always had a lot of trouble trying to throw strikes on my – when I was – nine, ten years old. So for him to be able to do it so much easier than I, I, I was able to uh, was really an eye-opener for me, for sure. Yeah, I, I saw this great moment with uh, 
with Yogi Berra and had, you know, I just had that uh, unbelievable opportunity to talk with him a lot about the game. And I always used to ask him, you know, how did you manage when there was no pitching coach, no hitting coach, um, you know, just kind of a manager. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes he would just, you know, he would just say, oh, you know, I don't know. We just did it. We just did it. You know, and he was just giving us answers. And one time I was talking to him about it, and he said to me, in typical Yogi fashion, he said, those who figured it out, figured it out, and those that didn't, didn't. <laughs> well, one of those. Another, uh, like, the Yogi yeah, philosophy. Okay, yeah. No common right. sense, but. Yeah, but that's what it was. And here's the thing, I think. We've gotten so, and uh, yeah, look, I'm probably part of the problem, but we've gotten so uh, caught up in instruct, 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 instruct on everything that we don't create enough space sometimes to let kids figure it out. You know, to let kids figure it out on their own, that there's, so much, there's that pressure to perform, and we don't give them enough room to kind of go through a little bit of that trial and error phase. And that kind of sounds like what, what happened there, that he, as, as a young kid, he had an intuitive feel to kind of figure it out. Yeah, that's, and that's one of his strengths for sure. I mean, whether it's school or baseball, he is good at figuring things out. And yeah. he doesn't like a, a, a whole lot of pressure from uh, parent, coach, whatever it might be, to, you know, to insist that he figure it out right now. He's got to, he, got, he has to work it out for himself. And that's, yeah. I think that's really important for kids to do that so they own their own um, – they own their own skill development and right. how to how to master any particular um, skill. And they you know you got they have to understand it, it takes time um, to yep. make these make these improvements. Whether it's a baseball swing or a, you know a pitching motion, there's so many nuances um, that you that you teach uh, that you've, it takes time to really make these an automatic part of your the way you play the game. So and it's so much better if they feel like they have figured a lot of this out on their own. Right, right. What's a big lesson you've learned along the way? Uh, I, think, I think the biggest lesson is that as much as I want to see him excel and and be all that he can be, um, that, especially in baseball, but that he's got to have balance. Uh, right. He has got to balance out uh, what he's doing in baseball with how he's doing in school. Um, he's very active in the Boy Scouts. Um, he's, he's assumed a lot of leadership uh, positions in, in that area. Um, you know, he's competitive in school, but we don't push, you know, so hard that he's got to get, you know, 100% on every single test. We know there's going to be uh, times when he's not making very a very good grade on a test, and we we just take that and we use it as a learning opportunity to say, okay, we I, we see what happened there. What can we do the next time to make it better? And that's that's really the main lesson I've learned is just ask him, look, what can we do. What's past is past. What can we do for the next time? Baseball, school, uh, leadership opportunities, scouts, life. What can we do to make the next opportunity that you have better than the last one? Awesome. Awesome. So there's dads of all ages kind of listening 
to this or dads of kids of all ages, what advice do you have to the dads out there that are maybe you're a little bit further in the journey that are just kind of coming up through it? What advice do you have for those dads that are listening to make the most of this and make sure it doesn't get too far out of whack? Absolutely. My, my advice would be let them have fun as a kid. Remember that this is a game they play with their friends. You know, it's not a game that you're competing with your, you know, with your parents. You're playing with your friends. Um, you're practicing with your friends. You need to have fun with your friends. It's the kids certainly have more fun when they're better and when we're, they're one of the best players on the team, for sure. Um, but if they're not the best player on a particular team or not even in the, you know, or towards the bottom, and that happens over and over again, you, when you're moving up a level, you're going to go back to the bottom all over again. But that just enjoying the process of playing and getting better and being with your friends is really, really important. And that mom and dad are not there to push as hard as they can, not there to see what the end game is, that they become a high school varsity player or a college player or a professional player, but they're there to help teach their kids life lessons that they can use through baseball, through school, and and as they uh, embark on a career that will help them uh, when mom and dad aren't around anymore um, to, you know, to guide them. So, and that happens. I mean, my kid's going to be 18 in, in two a year and a half, and that's going to come up really fast when he's going to be on his own. So, uh, right. we, we small window of what we can do to help him, and then it's going to be really up to him. So, that's that we're we're just trying to help him get to that point where he's he's able to manage that um, himself. That's awesome, awesome, perfect way to to kind of wrap it up. So. So, Bruce, hold, hold the line there, but, but thank you so much for being a part of it. I know that there's uh, some, some dads that got a lot out of it, and I, I certainly appreciate your contribution. Absolutely. Happy to help, for sure. Hey, guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education and also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Paul Rick Baseball and Baseball Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in, and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So, again, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.